Some Floridians would like you to leave their state if you are woke. A Florida middle school worker met with a student in the middle of the night to smoke weed. A Florida man danced on a police car to ward off vampires. And a Florida woman is accused of defecating at a middle school. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. Uh, This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. All the weird news this week from the state of Florida. I'm so glad you're here. Let's lead you into the weekend with some of this amazing and lovely behavior. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Floridian put flyers on cars telling people to leave Florida if you are woke. Don't want woke people in Florida. This happened in Palm Beach. Someone had a warning for all those New Yorkers that were visiting Palm Beach. Uh, Palm Beach is uh, former President Donald Trump's hometown, if you weren't aware. Yeah, he's a Florida man. Uh, They put these messages on all the New York cars that said, leave, leave Florida if you are woke. Palm Beach police say someone placed these flyers over the weekend on all New York licensed cars that were parked on this wealthy island. The flyer said all of this. I'll read it to you. If you are one of those woke people, leave Florida. You will be happy elsewhere, as will we. Now, uh, I had to look up woke. I wasn't quite sure what it meant. Now, I thought woke meant aware And I thought you would probably want some aware people in Florida because there's all sorts of alligators that just walk around. So you really want to be aware in Florida. Also, uh, someone could just stab you with a needle at a bus stop or hit you in the chin with their genitalia on a subway. Uh, I don't even know if there's subways in Florida. You just I would think that you would need the quality of awareness in Florida just to survive. And even then, it's not enough. Well, anyways. Webster's Dictionary defines woke in a political context, and it means aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues, especially issues of social justice and racial justice. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't want woke people around. You want people that pay attention, don't you, to important facts as defined in this instant? And people that pay attention to important issues, don't you want those kind of people around? Probably not in Florida, though. They're sort of living their own life over there. They just are taking culture to a whole new place where important facts are just out the window. Important issues, who cares? We're just going to do what we want. We're Florida. We want all the drugs, all the STDs, and all the mental illness and throw some alligators in there while you're at it. We want all of that. Turns out some conservatives use this word woke as an insult, though. They think it's a sort of a, a way to get a dig at liberals, saying that it means the person's too sensitive. They don't want sensitive people down there. Stop being so sensitive. If someone breaks into your house in Florida to pet your cat, don't be so sensitive. If somebody in Florida with no arms tries to stab you, don't be so sensitive. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I can't believe people are still driving down there from the Northeast to spend time in this jungle. I just can't 
can't even wrap my head around that. I think you should get out, everybody, with a New York license plate. Get out while you still can, while you're still alive. You might not make it out alive. A Florida school employee met with a student at 1 a.m. to smoke some weed. A staff member at Heritage Middle School in Deltona was arrested after she met with a 14-year-old student at 1 in the morning and smoked some marijuana with him. This was before his parents discovered that he was missing. Now, he wasn't missing. He was in good hands with a staff member. Just introducing him to the weed, man, that God put here for you and me to enjoy. <laughs> Her name is Kristen Williams. She's 41 years old. She's an office assistant who works with sixth graders at a middle school. She was charged with some child abuse, with a little bit of uh, harm, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Deputies responded to this incident at 2.30 a.m. Oh, man, they had no time to get high, really. This was after the parents of the 14-year-old called the police to report what happened. After noticing that their boy was gone around 1.30 a.m., the stepfather started driving around the neighborhood looking for him, while the mother discovered several incoming calls from a certain number on the home phone's call log. You're talking about a landline here? This, uh, <laughs> well, I guess he's 14, maybe he doesn't have a cell phone. So the, t- the school employee got the landline and called, <laughs> called him to get him to come out of the house at 1 in the morning to get high? Are you okay, lady? What the hell did you think was going to happen, man? I mean, come on, man. Why don't you go knock on his door and be like, hey, is Johnny home? Yeah, I work at the school. I like to take him out and introduce him to some cannabis products. <laughs> you might as well do that. It's just as dumb. It's so obvious. Man, people just don't know how to cover their tracks for anything. It says here, shortly after the mother called that number back, the son actually arrived at home and apparently was under the influence of marijuana. How did you know? Did he walk in with a pet iguana that he didn't have earlier? Did he walk in with like the idea to start a reggae band or a podcast about conspiracy theories? How did you know he was under the influence, mama? <laughs> Probably smelled, he smelled like the herb. Did you also check him for hickeys? You want to watch out for these school employees. They try and give your, give your son a hickey. They might. There's a lot of that going on with teachers sleeping with their kids, getting them high. Where the hell were they te- these teachers when I was in school? Man. No teacher, like, tried to get me high? Come on. Teacher's like, hey, you want to hang out later? I'll get you high. What? Really? Sure. (laughs) Tell me where to be. I'll be there. Man, can you buy me some booze, too? My friends and I, we can't buy it. The Packy. We need someone. Yeah, the Packy. That's what we call it in New England. The Packy. Always scrambling to find some adult to buy us booze at the Packy. God, I had no idea these teachers were just willing to do it. Now, the, the boy told his parents and the police that he met with Williams near his neighborhood at 1.30 and smoked with her in a van. <laughs> oh, man. This is her uh, get-the-children-high van. <laughs> she hotboxed her van with him in it. <laughs> hey, if you're going to get high for the first time, you might as well get high in a van. You might as well hotbox a van. Why the hell not? Um, now, it says here, Williams dropped him back off at near his house is what happened. She drove him around in the van, got him high, and dropped him back off. I mean, it's unbelievable that you think that you could just get away with this. There were no allegations of any sexual abuse during this incident or in any prior encounters. Um, the woman, Williams, told the, the de- detectives, I can't say this word, detectives, told detectives 
She acts as a mentor to multiple sixth graders at Heritage, communicates regularly with them via a group chat, and that the 14-year-old had been in her vehicle and to her home in the past to spend some time with her son. Yeah, what about getting him high? Don't mention that. She acts as a mentor to the sixth graders to help them you know, get in touch with their inner God, you know. Because if you smoke enough of this stuff, you will... Uh, You'll have some enlightening experiences. I'm not going to lie. I've had such experiences on the old herb. And if you eat it, wow. If you eat it, boy, oh boy. That's when it really gets nuts. That's when you start really having the realization that uh, not only can you speak to God, but you are God. You ever had that feeling, guys, that you're God? You're like, yeah, I am God. And I created myself to experience myself in this form. Because I wanted to host a podcast inside a closet. I thought that would be a great experience. (laughs) A Florida man dances on a police car to ward off vampires. One of the best titles ever of a Florida story. Authorities in Cape Coral, Florida encountered a man dancing on a marked sheriff's office sport utility vehicle this week. In an incident he blamed on some vampires. The Lee County Sheriff's Office shared a video on Facebook that shows Christian Radecki, a citizen of the area. Christian climbed atop a marked Sheriff's Office SUV and performed some dance routines to songs such as Rich Girl by Hall & Oates and Goodbye Stranger by Supertramp. Well, at least he has good taste in music. Hall & Oates is just lovely. I really enjoy Hall & Oates. Like private eyes, private eyes, they're watching you dance on top of a police car because you're crazy. It kind of fits the story, doesn't it? Because they watched him on top of a police car, the private eyes did, with the detectives. Okay, I'll stop. Now Christian, our Florida man in the story, the star of the show, was arrested on charges of disturbing the peace and criminal mischief. Doesn't say if the police will cut down his sentence or penalty because of his good taste in music. I sure as hell would. Uh, And if he can sing Sarah Smile in the original key, I'll be very impressed. Very delighted. I love that song. (laughs) So good. Christian told the police something else, though, that's a little alarming. Let's get to that. He said that a woman with fangs. Didn't say vampire. Just said a woman with fangs. I guess that could be a werewolf as well. A woman with fangs apparently came to his door earlier that day and told him that a human sacrifice involving vampires was imminent. Um, Therefore, Christian had to do something about it. What was his choice? Well, he made the conscious decision to get the sheriff of Nottingham to help him stop the slaughter of all the small children by all the vampires. (laughs) As told to him by the woman with the fangs. I got a lot of questions about this. First of all, the woman with the fangs, isn't she part of the whole... Operation, why would she tattletale on all the vampires that were coming to eat the children? That doesn't seem like something that a woman with fangs would do. Uh, So I'm already suspicious. Uh, Also, the sheriff of Nottingham, isn't that a fictional person? (laughs) He went out looking. I need to find the sheriff of Nottingham to save the children from the vampires. I... Why don't you find Optimus Prime while you're at it? If you're going to go for a fictional person to save the children, why not it be a Transformer? Like, go get Bumblebee on the case. The Sheriff of Nottingham? Even if you found the Sheriff of Nottingham, how is the Sheriff going to defend all the children from this group of vampires that's 
going to be invading your town. I just can't see it happening. Sheriff of Nottingham, really? A horseback sheriff is what you're going for? With what, a little sword and maybe a horn? Come on. You're talking about vampires here, bro. You got to step it up. Step up your game. You got to go find yourself a whole army of Freddy Kruegers to fight the vampires. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Get creative with it. This guy's not taking the good drugs, I don't think. (laughs) Radecki told the police, of course, he was not under the influence of any drugs or alcohol at the time of this incident. And he has not been diagnosed with any mental health conditions. I'm going to say he is on the influence of drugs and alcohol because, you know, if you're seeing a woman with fangs delivering you a message like this, I mean, there's only one explanation, right? He's on it. He's just flying high on the Florida at this point. And let me just say that the Facebook pages for these Florida police stations are just filled with so much entertainment. Just There's just a lot of free entertainment guys out there ready for your enjoyment. Just follow a bunch of Facebook pages from the Florida police departments. <laughs> you know... Yes, smoke a doobie and all night. Just have a good time. Yay! A Florida woman defecated on school property. And I would like to know, is she single? A woman wearing a purple jogging suit is accused of urinating and defecating at the front of the Sebastian River Middle School. This occurred on Tuesday at 11.28 a.m. Is school in session right now or is it still vacation? Oh, I would hate to hear that the children saw all this out the window. I mean, the poor Florida children are exposed to enough chicanery as it is. Looks like the deputies received a call about a suspicious incident at this school. A witness told the police that there was a a woman driving a Honda with Massachusetts license plate. Oh, no, it's a mass hole. A mass hole defecating on the property. Oh, man, this doesn't make me very proud to be from Mass. I'll tell you right now. Um, It does give me the opportunity to add a Boston accent to this. Says here that the lady was acting suspicious before leaving the scene in her Honda. Yeah, the police said that, you know, during the witness's observation, the female apparently exited the car, walked around the front of the school. The female was touching the plants in the wall of the school until she squatted and she pulled down her pants. uh, Also known as her trousers. She added that it appeared that the female was urinating and defecating in the bushes at the front of the school. Um... It doesn't say that there was any children that saw this happen. We don't know. We're going to try and find out if anybody else witnessed her defecating in the bushes, urinating in front of the school property. It says here the exact Honda vehicle drove through the school parking lot, and that's when they identified the woman as 56-year-old Kimberly Archibald. Apparently, the female denied the allegations and mumbled to herself a little bit. Uh... We searched the Massachusetts license plate, but it did not have any record. Uh, we, we, we're going to search further, though. We, we have a feeling that she might be defecating all across the eastern seaboard. We're not sure. Maybe she's been defecating and urinating in front of schools from Boston all the way to Florida. I mean, it could be possible. We've heard of these serial school defecator, defecators before, you know. Most of them come from Boston. I don't know why they do this up there. It uh, must have something to do with the food, I'd imagine. They're extremely regular, these people, though. They really... They really got it going on down there. They don't, you know, they don't go too long without a movement, which is really good. They should be pleased about that. You just can't be having your movements on the school property is what we're trying to say here. And you certainly can't do it in Florida, all right? We put up a lot with a lot of shite down here, but we're not going to put up with that, all right? These poor kids are exposed to enough stuff. You know, people throwing alligators at them through the window and stuff. You know, you know what it's like to trick-or-treat in Florida? You out of your mind? You know what people put in their bags? Stupid, man. 
You don't know what you're going to find. It says here, while being questioned, Archibald told the deputy that she was nervous. She was very nervous about being questioned. And that's when she began to do jumping jacks. (laughs) She started doing jumping jacks in front of the deputy because she was nervous. (laughs) Was this a way for her to throw the drugs out of her sleeves? That's what I'm thinking. She's going to do jumping jacks as a way to, you know, sort of camouflage her movements as she throws a baggie into the bushes (laughs) doing jumping jacks. She refused to reply to any questions, just continued doing jumping jacks in front of the deputies. They kept asking her about the incident. Did you defecate on the school property? She just kept doing jumping jacks. Did you urinate on the school property? She just kept doing jumping jacks. Finally, she said, please leave me alone. That's when they attempted to detain her, but she pulled away. She wanted to finish her workout. She was very committed to her workout. After the jumping jacks, she was going to do some burpees. As a result of all this, this asshole was arrested and charged with trespass on school property, resisting arrest, given a false name while detained, and trying to do a workout in the middle of an arrest. Apparently that's a penalty. No, I'm kidding. I made that up. Well, don't you worry, Archibald. You're going to a place where you can get a workout in for many hours. No problem. You can do jumping jacks, do some burpees, do some pull-ups. Pull-ups, the official workout of prison. Get to know them. Hey, everybody, my friends and fellow supporters and listeners of the show. Thank you for being here, and thanks for putting up with my voice. I've lost it because I can't stop staying up very late and talking all night and maybe smoking certain things and maybe putting alcohol in my body. (sighs) This is what we get. All right, sorry, guys. I'm just doing the best here, the best I can with the cards I've been dealt. You know, I do these five days a week, and sometimes you're just going to get me on a bad day, bad morning where my voice is just like, hey, bro, maybe not stay up so late, idiot. Uh, anyways, I'm recovering, and here we are. So, hangover cures are real, guys, and uh, thanks to you, I'm highly caffeinated, and I'm pushing through. So, thanks to thanks to all of you who sent me Florida articles. That was extremely helpful, and I want to give a shout out to Leslie Malcolm who joined the Patreon. Thank you so much, Leslie Mal- Malcolm, for showing your support and the ultimate generosity in that you've joined the Patreon. And um, and as such, I need to give you a big shout out here on the show. A lot of love. I'm going to put your name up on the closet wall. Let me know where you're from because I like to look at my wall with all the names of the patrons and where they're from and just remind myself that there's people around the world that kind of dig what I'm doing. And that makes me feel really good inside. I need those things in life. We all do. So thank you, Leslie Malcolm. And please enjoy all the content that I've been putting up in the Patreon lately. A lot of stuff's been going in there. It's um, some cool shit. So you get a glimpse into my life a little bit more when you join the Patreon. Because I like to put a lot of my favorite things in there. Things that I'm watching and listening to and reading and just things that I'm that are in my world. I also got a nice review from Susie. Susie, who lives in Somerville, South Carolina. Somerville is spelt with a U, by the way. Somerville with a U. Never heard of it. I'll bet you it's a lovely place. Why? Because it has people like Susie who give five-star reviews to podcasts like mine. They care. Susie gave me five stars. I'm so appreciative. She wrote me a nice message. I usually listen to you on my Alexa, Jonesy. You are in my morning news. I have to say thank you. I've been listening to you about a year already. My ex-boyfriend cheated on me and moved to Florida with his fling. Can you believe that? This guy left this wonderful woman, Susie, for a Florida woman. Ugh. Girl, you're better off without him, Susie. This guy guy has no problem just moving to Florida. There's something wrong with him anyways. You're better off without without him. You know, you move to Florida with a Florida lady, you know... 
it's not going to end well. We, we know that. Uh, it says here, Susie writes, I never became bitter, though, thanks to you. Half of your stories in Florida, I just imagine, were them. <laughs> were them. Yeah. Uh, man attacks woman with fried chicken. <laughs> this kind of thing. Uh, she imagined that it was them. This is great. This is better than therapy then. Holy shit. I love this. Um, so she says, thanks to you, I, half of your stories in Florida, I just imagined were them or were happening very close to them, and uh, which made me just laugh. Also, glad that you are on my Alexa for another year. Wondering if you are going to get out of the closet, though. You were pretty funny to wake up to. Happy New Year, Jonesy, and thanks for my relationship help. LOL. I think I imagined an alligator eating him and his cheating girlfriend a few times. LOL. You're the bomb, Susie from Somerville, South Carolina. You're the bomb, Susie. This is one of the best reviews I ever got. Unbelievable. Uh, sending much love, much love to Susie from, from Somerville. Unbelievable. I never thought in a million years that my podcast would get somebody through a breakup with a, with just a, well, he's now a Florida man, officially. Ah, gross. You're better off, Susie, right, guys? Isn't she better off? I think we can all agree. Please call in and say, Susie, you're better off without a Florida man in your life. Can we do that for her? That'd be tremendous if we got some calls. Uh, 646-450-2012. I hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend and another Florida Friday in the books. I'm so grateful for you. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. I so appreciate it. I hope you have a lovely, lovely weekend. And reach out to me if you feel like it. I'm at funnyjones at gmail.com. Or follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. And you can see what I'm getting into over the weekend as well. Take care, y'all. Hey, Jonesy. It's Finn. Um, I just wanted to call in and comment on the story you did about the guy from South Korea who literally just walked over the border into North Korea. Is South Korea's military security on the border so lax that this random guy was literally able to just walk right in? I, what, it, how? How does that even happen? I mean, it, just, like, get some, stop sleeping guards on the border. I don't know why, but every time I imagine the South Korean North Korean border, I just imagine this giant wall with a bunch of guards standing on top, holding rifles, just like staring straight ahead, looking like blank. But no, it's just a bunch of guards literally sleeping on their guns. Anyway, um, I also wanted to say you were like, could I use your recording studio? My recording, my recording thing is pretty bad for some of my songs, and I actually have a really, really high quality microphone that you could use i mean i can if if you if you want to use it i mean you can probably just say it on the show and then i'll send you an email with um with my address and then i'll and then i'll 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 mail it to you i guess i can, i can, i guess i maybe i could put it in a box and like mail it to you and you could use it re-record some of your songs and then send it back to me anyway so yeah just let me know man i mean seriously i don't really use it very often so you want you want to borrow it for like a few days that's fine with me right bye uh january 6th 2020 uh date which will live in infamy hmm go back a little earlier than that, let's say to 
sometime like the first Tuesday in uh, November. Hmm. I couldn't win the big election. So I started the great deception. What I tried was denied. So I cried. Then I lied. I can't win no big election. So I started an insurrection. I couldn't win the big election. So I started an insurrection. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was huge. Huge. It was huge. Trump cried. Yeah, because I'm a big, big baby. <laughs>